welcome to another episode of Everyday Nutrition. I'm your host, Dr. Karina Tobin. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss whether eating eggs contribute to an increase in blood cholesterol levels, and if this increase in blood cholesterol can lead to an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. I chose this topic because as recent as February of this year, 2021, a paper was published which claimed that people who ate more eggs were at greater risk of dying from cardiovascular disease. And this debate continues to be hotly debated, which causes huge confusion amongst the general public on whether to eat the good old egg. And this drives me bonkers. And although the research is actually pretty clear, the media and some research groups continue to cloud it by misrepresenting research and creating sensational headlines. So I'm going to try to set the record straight and give eggs their rightful place in the healthy food section. So firstly, let's discuss why it's thought that eggs contribute to an increased risk of heart disease. Eggs contain cholesterol, like many other foods, such as butter, fried foods, cheese, red meat, pastry, and coconut oil. And researchers did think that this dietary cholesterol contributes to an increase in blood cholesterol, which is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. So if we step back for a second and discuss cholesterol, cholesterol is an important fat-like substance which provides the raw material to build cells and produce many of the body's hormones. So it's a really important nutrient within the body. It circulates in the blood and it comes from two sources. It's made internally, the body makes its own cholesterol in the liver, and then externally we can get it from dietary sources such as animal food, particularly those that contain saturated fats like butter, cheese and red meat. But it's also found in coconut oil and foods that we love like pastries, biscuits and cake. And it's carried in the body by two kinds of transporters known as low-density lipoproteins, or LDL, and high-density lipoproteins, or HDL. And to simplify it, HDL are known as the good cholesterol, as they remove cholesterol from the body, and LDL is often known as the bad cholesterol, as it has the potential to penetrate or break into the artery wall and cause a cascade of inflammatory reactions, which basically leads to an atherosclerotic plaque being formed. But this plaque basically grows as more cholesterol is deposited and has the potential to cause a cardiovascular event such as a heart attack or a stroke. And in support of this, there are shed loads of tightly controlled studies with roughly 2 million human participants, which have found that high LDL cholesterol is a leading risk factor for cardiovascular disease. And this is an undisputed fact. If you have high LDL cholesterol, you are at a higher risk of cardiovascular disease. So that brings us back to the question at hand. Does the cholesterol in food, particularly eggs, then contribute to an increase in LDL cholesterol and therefore increase your risk of heart disease? So dietary cholesterol does in fact increase LDL cholesterol but the impact is minimal compared to the impact of saturated fat on blood cholesterol levels. Saturated fat has a far greater impact on increasing blood cholesterol levels than dietary cholesterol. 
And this is because only about 25% of cholesterol from food is absorbed by the body. And the body has a natural ability to regulate cholesterol levels in the body. So if there is an increased intake of cholesterol from the diet, it can downregulate or produce less LDL cholesterol in the liver. So it's maintaining the balance of cholesterol in the body or cholesterol homeostasis. So it's very tightly controlled, this balance of cholesterol. Saturated fat, on the other hand, increases LDL cholesterol levels as it actually downregulates our body's ability to remove LDL cholesterol from circulation. And so it builds up. So saturated fat causes a system which regulates cholesterol levels to within a healthy range to malfunction. So although dietary cholesterol increases blood cholesterol levels slightly, the effect of saturated fat is far greater. And reducing saturated fat intake from the likes of butter, cheese, red meat, coconut oil, pastries, biscuits and cakes will have a far greater impact on reducing blood cholesterol levels. And this is a reason why the majority of health guidelines focus on advising people to reduce foods high in saturated fat and claim that cholesterol is no longer a nutrient of interest. So foods that are high in cholesterol, such as prawns, or those that are high in cholesterol and moderate in saturated fat, such as eggs, only minimally impact LDL cholesterol compared to foods that are high in saturated fat, such as butter, cheese, red meat, coconut oil, and foods like pastry, biscuits, and cakes, which are, unfortunately for cholesterol, also high in cholesterol. But it's not the cholesterol in these foods driving up LDL cholesterol, it's the saturated fat. But this gives us an idea of where the initial confusion may have come from and why cholesterol in foods has been vilified. As in general, foods which are high in dietary cholesterol are often also high in saturated fat. But again, it's not the cholesterol in these foods, it's the saturated fat in these foods that has the greatest impact on increasing LDL cholesterol. So advising people to reduce their intake of cholesterol without reducing their intake of saturated fat will not lead to significant reductions in LDL cholesterol and therefore will not reduce the risk of heart disease. And in fact, the Finnish public health study, which focused on reducing saturated fat intake at a population level, found when saturated fat in the diet was reduced from 24 to 12%, there was a corresponding 80% reduction in death from heart disease. This reduction of risk was primarily driven by a reduction in LDL cholesterol. So you'd think that with this large body of evidence, all of these studies that date back to the 50s, which have found the effects of dietary cholesterol and LDL quite insignificant in comparison to saturated fats, that we could move on and leave the little old leg alone. But the confusion about dietary cholesterol continues to be perpetuated by studies which continue to be published around the association between dietary cholesterol, such as those in eggs. And the biggest issue with a lot of these studies focusing on dietary cholesterol is that there is a huge variation in individual cholesterol levels of participants in these studies, which can really skew the statistics of the study. 
So for example, one person can eat six eggs and have no effect on cholesterol and another person can eat one egg, which can increase their cholesterol levels. But this doesn't mean that this increase is linked to an increased risk of heart disease, as these studies often don't account for other aspects of the diet that may be contributing to an increase cholesterol levels, such as how much saturated fat they're eating or how much fruit and veg or lack of fruit and veg, lack of fiber or how healthy the participants actually are. So are they overweight? Are they smokers? Uh, Do they exercise? Also, a lot of these studies are observational. And although we can gain a lot of information from observational type studies, they can't prove cause and effect. And in many cases, the conclusions of these studies are overblown to create headlines which confuse people further. Blaming eggs alone for an increased risk of cardiovascular disease is a simplistic and reductionist approach to the concept of diet and disease prevention. Reducing your intake of eggs while paying no attention to the intake of saturated fats from red meat, cheese, butter, pastries, cakes, and even coconut oil will not reduce your cholesterol levels and may only serve to increase your risk of heart disease. So in fact, these studies could actually be harming and not helping public health. In fact, it's the overall pattern of diet. So eating a variety of foods, which actually has the most influence on our health and not just focusing on one food or one food group. So recent research has pointed to the role of polyunsaturated fats or PUFAs, or more specifically, the total ratio of saturated fats to PUFAs. PUFAs are found in oily fish, rapeseed oil, sesame seeds, chia seeds, flax seeds, walnuts, Brazil nuts, tahinis, and soybeans. And this is the most effective way to protect heart's health as PUFAs can lower the risk of heart disease. So basically we should be eating more polyunsaturated fats from seeds, nuts, oily fish, rapeseed oils, soybeans, and less saturated fats from butter, cheese, red meat, fried foods, um, pastries, cakes, biscuits. And then along with increasing fiber, throw in a bit of fruit and veg, you'll see a far bigger reduction in your cholesterol levels than focusing on the poor old egg. So back to the initial question, do eggs contribute to an increase in blood cholesterol and therefore an increased risk of cardiovascular disease? So back to the initial question, do eggs contribute to an increase in blood cholesterol and therefore an increased risk of cardiovascular disease? The answer is no. Eating eggs will not increase your risk of cardiovascular disease and there's no limit to how many eggs you should consume per day or week. Studies have in fact found that up to three eggs per day make no real difference on heart disease risk. The only people who really should be aware of their intake are those with a genetic condition called familial hypercholesterolemia. And if you're one of these, you should limit your egg intake to three to four eggs per week. So please spread the word about the egg. Eggs are seriously nutritious and in fact contribute to our health in a very, very positive way. They're an excellent source of protein and they contain a wide range of vitamins and minerals and carotenoids, which play an important role in eye health. They're affordable, multifunctional, They can be used in any meal, savory or sweet. And I have to say that I'd be lost without an egg. So hopefully this episode 
has cleared up any misconceptions you may have about eggs. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Nutrition. Please hit subscribe and or leave a review on your favorite podcast app. And please join me on the next episode soon. Oh.